everybody, and welcome to yet another edition of the Time Out with DG podcast. I am your host, as always, Daniel Gotera, weekend edition. Usually don't post these on the weekends, but hey, we have the Astros' first spring training game tomorrow, and today my guest is former Major League Scout and our KHOU baseball analyst, Jeremy Booth. We talk about this Astros team. I talked to him about a week ago. I explained this in my last podcast. It's been a little crazy. We talked about this team when the pitchers and catchers reported. We also gave a little bit of a preview about what they need to do on offense. So Jeremy joins me in this episode to talk about that. If you haven't already, thanks for uh, subscribing to the podcast. Like I said, if you haven't, if you haven't already, go ahead and like and subscribe the podcast wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. There's so many of them. Podbean, uh, Apple Podcasts are my go-to uh, spot, so go ahead and listen to that. I know on Spotify, it's on there too. Um, so yeah, go ahead and like, subscribe to the podcast so you can get updates when I post them. Uh, like I said, I usually don't do things on the weekend, but this is a special occasion. I can't wait for baseball season to be right there with us every day once again. Uh, there's something about that that structure and that schedule about having a game every single day that just feels nice, you know. And and it was so cool because my my son got into it. So my son just turned four, and so last year when the baseball season started, what late July I think it was with that 60 game schedule. I think it was like late July. It started about then, and I started watching baseball. And and, and you know he actually started understanding things and started to pick things up. And he would come up to me and. Say, hey, are the White Sox playing? Astros playing? I was, of course, I'm a White Sox fan. So, um, so we would watch a lot, a lot of White Sox games live. I'd, I'd catch up on some of the Astros stuff. But um, so he would say, one day it was so cool. I'll never forget this moment. He woke up next to me because, yeah, my son's still sleeping with us in our, in our bed. Uh, I know I have to break him of that habit. I've been asking people how to do that, but it, you know, it's a common thing, I guess. Um, but I, I. I I don't remember the last time he hasn't slept in our bed. It's just uh, it's just the way it is, man. So one day he woke up, and uh, he said to me, Daddy, did the White Sox win last night? It was a late game. I think they were, uh, I don't know what time they were playing. It was a late game. It was delayed by weather or something. Daddy, did the White Sox win last night? It was the first thing he said to me when he woke up and saw me. That was a proud dad moment. I uh, I got to say, it was uh, it was very cool. Uh, so he's, he's excited for baseball season to start. I got to get him in some little league action. Maybe, uh, later this year, we'll get him into some leagues and see if he, he wants to play. If he wants to play great, I'd love him for him to play baseball. I'd love him to play soccer. Uh, I don't know if he was going to play basketball. I, I'm, he hasn't really gravitated towards that, but soccer and baseball, he seems to like, um, he loves watching football games. I don't really want him to play football though. Maybe that's just uh, my protective dad instincts kicking in. I don't really want him to do that. But um, it's cool to watch baseball, man. When baseball game's on, we sit down, we chill, we relax. It's a, you know, it's a longer game, so we get up and do a couple of things, too, with the game in the background. It's just, it's just fun. So I can't wait for baseball season to start. And honestly, these Astros, man, I got to tell you, you know, I think they're going to be right in the mix of it again. I was really impressed with their pitching last year. I would, I, it, it actually exceeded my expectations. I thought when Verlander went down, they were going to be in real serious trouble. And, yeah, they look, they didn't win the division last year. But, you know, a team like that that's got so much postseason experience, they, they only need to, to get there, just get into the postseason. And we saw what happened. I mean, they ran through Minnesota, then they ran through Oakland, and they almost went to another World Series. 
Uh, so the pitching staff really grew, I think, under those circumstances. We got a lot of young guys on the team. Framber Valdez became a stud on the mound. It looks like he's just improved over the offseason. Dusty Baker likes him. Jose Urquidy is going to continue to develop as a pitcher, too. Maybe we'll see Forrest Whitley down the line. But the bullpen, I mean, we get Joe Smith back. Joe Smith is going to be back. Um, and Ryan Presley, you got to assume that he's going to be a, a little bit better. He was a little banged up last year. But, I mean, 2020 was so weird. It's kind of hard to gauge on if, if if some of those trends that we saw last year are more concerning, right? I mean, Altuve was not good during the season. He picked it up a little bit in the postseason, the playoffs. Uh, Carlos Correa inconsistent during the season. And then he was incredible again during the playoffs, right? So it's hard to gauge on a 60-game season because everything was so thrown off. They started spring training, then they took a break. They had to work out on their own. Then they got back to that abbreviated training session at their home ballparks. We saw that in early July, late June, early July. And then everything seems sped up, right? So I don't really – it's hard to gauge that. I mean, we know which teams are talented, right? We, 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 got, we got the Yankees, the Astros, the Dodgers. I'll throw my White Sox in there too. They're very good. Uh, Indians lost something. You know, they lost Lindor. Um, so I don't know if they're going to be as strong. Twins should be pretty strong if they hit the home run. That's a team that loves the home run ball. Um, they really struggled last year as far as producing runs. Um, so we'll see if that that continues. I don't know about their pitching staff, too. So, I mean, that that's the top tier, right? Toronto got really good uh, this offseason. Obviously, we know George Springer's over there now, too. But they got a lot of young, core, talented players. So when we're looking at the American League, that's kind of the scope, right? I mean, I think the Astros in their division, Oakland will be fine. I mean, Jeremy and I touch on this a little bit. Oakland's, Oakland's going to be good. They lost some pieces. Liam Hendricks now with the White Sox, the new Sox closer. But, I mean, those are the teams you got to worry about, right? The White Sox, the Yankees, uh, the Twins maybe, Oakland a little bit. But other than that, I mean, the American League is kind of open. I mean, the, let's see what the Rays do. The Rays lost uh, some pitching this offseason, so the, but they're still going to be a talented squad. So got the Rays, the Yankees. Let's run down the teams again. we got, we got the Yankees, the Rays. Throw the Blue Jays in there because they made the playoffs last year too. White Sox, Twins, Astros, A's. Uh, Jeremy seems to think Seattle might take a step. Anaheim's still terrible. The Rangers are awful in that really ugly ballpark of theirs. Um, so that, that those are the teams, right? I mean, if, if, and if they keep the, the, the playoff structure the way it is, those are the teams that we're going to see in the playoffs. And the Astros got a real good shot, man. I mean, that, their offense is loaded. Jordan Alvarez's back seems healthy. He says he's as healthy as he's been since 2019, his bre- bre- breakout year when he was Rookie of the Year in the American League. So if that's the case, man, I know you lose George Springer, and it's going to be kind of a, a role that's filled in by committee a little bit. But, I mean, you add Jordan Alvarez in the middle of that lineup, I mean, that's tremendous. Do you have Jose Altuve leading off again? I know he did that a little bit earlier in his career. Does he want to do that? And then you've got Correa, Guriel, who was miserable in the playoffs. Hopefully he finds his uh, stroke yet again during the – Regular season, he's been so good for this team. But he's up there in age. He's played a lot of baseball in his career. Uh, but this team is, is is still loaded. Michael Brantley's back. So they're going to hit. They're going to score runs. It's whether or not that pitching staff can come through. Zach Grinke getting up there in age as well. Lance McCullers looks stronger. I think they're right in the mix. They're very dangerous. And I know that window of theirs is closing. Who knows what Carlos Correa is going to do. 
If they reach a long-term deal with him, he wants to stay in Houston. He's he's done all the right things, by the way. He said all the right things publicly. He wants to be here in Houston in a time where Houston is losing all of its sports stars. That kind of puts the onus back on the organization a little bit to say, hey, make a commitment to me. I want to stay here. I want to be a part of this city that gave me a chance, and I want to keep moving forward with this town. I mean, so so many stars that we've lost. J.J. Watt, we've lost the show. No, not yet. Probably going to lose Deshaun Watson. James Harden's gone. Chris Paul's gone. Russell Westbrook's gone. George Springer's gone. J.J. I mean, the, the list goes on and on. I said J.J. A.J. Hinch uh, was gone too. Jeff Luna. So we've uh, Daryl Morey. We've lost some big names in this town, right? So here's Carlos Correa saying he wants to stay. He wants to make a commitment. It would be great to lock a guy like that in. But from the club's perspective, you have to, you know, kind of play this the right way. How much money is he going to get? We saw that massive contract that Fernando Tatis Jr. got this uh, this offseason. Now, Carlos Correa has, I don't think he's going to get that type of money, obviously. But th- then again, he hasn't lived up to that Alex Rodriguez hype that was surrounding him when he got drafted first overall. He's a great player, very good player. Not as consistent. So what do the Astros do? Do they show that faith? Do they offer some sort of a deal that makes both sides happy? It'll be interesting to see. Or do they take their chances in the free marketplace and see where he goes? I think if he hits a free agency, that allows him to uh, have a good season because he says he doesn't want to negotiate during the season. So it allows him to play basically in a contract year and really do some damage. And guys are always motivated in contract years. So that's an interesting one to uh, to keep an eye on, for sure, what Carlos Correa is going to do. I think it would be great to keep him. He's a vocal leader. We haven't seen that really from Bregman since the whole scandal happened. Um, Altuve, not a vocal leader maybe in the clubhouse, but, you know, a guy that can motivate people and all that. We saw Correa do that so well in the postseason. Really came through for this team. So I, I think I think they should re-sign Correa if they want to keep this window open a little longer. But then you have to really assess, too, um, what about the pitching staff? If the pitching comes through, if you're very confident in the pitching over the next couple of years, then you do re-sign a guy like Correa, right? Uh, but that, you know, a lot of people think, and our Jeremy Booth included, that the, the window is closed and that this might be the last run the Astros can make at this World Series. And I think if the pieces fall the right way, they can get to the World Series. they got to stay healthy. These young arms have to be strong, uh, especially early on. We know the bats are going to hit. And uh, Jeremy Booth and I talk about that a little bit as we uh, get into this. I had a Zoom call with him. That's where we recorded this interview. And so you'll hear off the top. When I recorded this, it was at the end of that Arctic blast week. And I hadn't shaved for like three or four days, man. I get so lazy with that. Yeah, I, Sometimes it, I, my wife, my wife actually likes it, but... You know, I know my mom doesn't doesn't like it at all, but I don't shave after a couple of days. She sees me and she's like, oh, oh my gosh, who, who are you? She doesn't recognize me. But I get so lazy, man. If I'm working, especially this year where we've been working from home, man, there are some days I just don't I just don't want to do it. And that goes into one day, turns into two, three, four. And I think that that week I had it for like six or seven days. So I had a little bit of a scruff going on. Jeremy uh, was traveling. Uh, and we caught up with him at an airport. So this was our conversation as we. I'm I'm su- oh my gosh, Siri! Stop it! Stop talking to me. Okay, get to Jeremy. Here we go. Uh, Jeremy Booth on the Astros in 2021. Jeremy, excuse the beard. We've gone through a little bit of a cold spell here, so I've gone to my wilderness ways. Um, I wasn't aware. Something going on in Texas right now. I had no idea. 
Oh, not a thing. Let's talk baseball because that warms everything up. Hey, Astros, pitchers and catchers, everybody kind of getting back on the field. As they report to camp and full squad is on Monday, what what are you looking for from this squad throughout camp? I'm looking for a team uh, with energy. And, and I'm not talking about, you know, false hustle. I'm not, and I'm not talking about, hey, we have to be. I'm talking about guys that genuinely really want to play baseball and realize this is 2021. Um, and there's a big mission ahead of them to, to get stuff done. You know, it's cliche about this team that, you know, when they got their swagger back last year during the playoff run, we saw them play differently, right? Correa became that vocal leader. They kind of blocked out everything else that was going on, and they 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 showed out. They were so close to the, another World Series. Is that what's key for this group? I mean, the, the talent is still there. I know the window is closing, but the talent is still there. You know, this is every team's a little bit different. The Astros were uh, last several years were were pretty fortunate to be consistent with what they brought to the ballpark night in and night out. Um, this is this is just a little bit different, and. I, you know, when I'm, when we're talking swagger, this particular club has had swagger appear as arrogance and overconfidence and cockiness. And then you've seen them play with, again, that energy word, right? Like, hey, we know we belong. We're good at what we do. Um, we're just going to go play baseball and, 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 and really appreciate and believe what this is and believe in ourselves. And if the Astros approach it that way, you'll see the pressure that is undoubtedly going to follow them yet again this year since the fans are going to be back in ballparks, um, you're going to see that things that they want to walk away from shed and the night in night out becomes easier to perform. If that makes sense, you don't want to have an overconfidence air, uh, uh, air about yourselves right now, because if you do, this league's going to eat you alive yet again. So pitchers and catchers, they're on the field already. Uh, Jason Castro's back, Martin Maldonado, the main guy. Pitching-wise, Lance McCullers, apparently, according to Dusty Baker, looks like Hercules, who's <laughs> he's been working out, put, putting a lot of time in the weight room. Um, what do you see out of this pitching staff right now? Obviously, no Justin Verlander. He's not going to pitch for the Astros again. But this pitching staff was good towards the end there in the playoffs. Framber Valdez came through, too. So what do you expect out of this uh, squad? Well, you know, you want the young arms to take a step forward. I mean, that's really what we're talking about on the pitching staff side. We're talking about a veteran in Granky. We're talking about uh, Lance McCullers, who, you know, good, I'm glad he's back. He certainly showed like he was back in, in the second half of last year. Um, you know, you want to see those two guys kind of anchor this. And then, you know, Rikidi and Valdez and all, all the guys that they have that are coming into who they are. You want to see another step forward. You know, this team is still going to hit, right? It's still going to hit. So if you're looking at the offense and understand they're still going to swing the bat, then the, it takes pressure off the pitching, okay? If they're able to progress and develop in, this, in season, this, you know, these young arms have a chance to be pretty good. And I don't know that the pitching has a loss of, of really anything when the, year, when the year concludes. Maybe at first, maybe as it adjusts, but certainly not when the year is over. In your experience, what is that next step that a young pitcher has to take? It's an adjustment league, right? There's tape out there on them now, people looking at tape, film, whatever you yeah. want to call it. Mm -hmm. um, what is the, what's that step like for a young pitcher to take as he, you know, makes his way through a big league career? Well, you know, we talk about this as an offensive standpoint. This is, this, this is the, um, the expression. Expression is that bats build on at bats, right? Well, same thing. Innings build on innings. And these guys now have had a taste of the postseason. They've had a taste of being, and fans are no fans, very pressure cooker, 
highlight spotlight on your situation when it comes to you know the sign stealing scandal it's now you know two years old right you have um these guys have kind of been tested already with the mental part of what they have to do um they need to go out and execute understand the league is going to adjust to them they need to adjust back they need to go find other ways to get guys out they need to continue to establish what's worked for them um and and bring that evolution into the execution side of it if they didn't have ability regardless of what their performance is like at the big league level, no players aren't going to get to the big league level. So talent's there. It's now about how you can, can grow and how you can execute and how you can fill into that role you're supposed to. And, and those, this young, these young arms, this young crew has shown that ability to do that. So, um, you know, credit to the guys that brought those guys into the organization for recognizing their makeup. And, and that was obviously the past regime. That was, uh, you know, Jeff Luno and, and his crew and, and the guys, the international side in particular, did a really good job of bringing those guys in. Um, I have no doubt that those guys will let those innings build on each other. And if they take some lumps, this is the type of crew that can be resilient. They've shown it last year. So um, as long as they continue to focus on night to night adjustments, they'll be just fine. Did that surprise you, that young group of arms? Kind of surprised me a little bit. Some of those guys, obviously, we never heard of. They're coming up, making their big league debut. They, they perform, man. I was, I was actually pretty impressed, especially in some of those moments that those guys were thrown in. I, you know, I, I think that prospects are, are suspects until they arrive. I mean, it's just the way it works, right? I mean, they're just not – we have this, this prospect, you know, infatuation now across baseball. I don't want to trade this guy. Into it. Sometimes that's, that works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, this particular crew, they kind of arrived and did a good job together. And that, that to me is really the hallmarks of, of a chance to be stable. It's just not one guy. It's not one and a half guys. It's not like moving guys around. It's, like, it's, it's a group of guys that did it together that can grow together for a while. So um, I think they fed off each other. I think you've got an excellent leader in Granky. He's an excellent leader. You got Verlander who is still around, obviously stabilizing influence. Uh, influence. Um, you've got McCullers who, while different than the other two, has been there, done that. Has you know he understands what it is. He's not afraid to speak his mind. And and guys need to be around all of that so they can kind of evolve into who they are. So no, I, I'm surprised because it's the big league level and you want to see positive performance. But you know, got to give credit where credit is due in the scouting department and the player development side. With this particular group of players, did a great job. So let's see that continue to go forward with the with the uh, big league staff. How looking back on it, how how nice was that addition to have Dusty Baker manage this team. Um, he got the chance, obviously, so close to a World Series. We all wanted that for him, but he seemed like a stabilizing force. Once they were able to get going, once the pandemic, when they got back on the field, it seems like guys really bought into him, and that that's, can't be a surprise to you as Dusty's been around this for so long. Right guy at the right time. I mean, guy's been, been there, done that to pretty much everything. Um, he hasn't won a World Series. Uh, and, and I say that and I smile at the same time because, man, I mean, he's done everything else. But I mean, he's just really been a good uh, a good influence on every clubhouse he's been a part of. He's really been good with veteran players. What I saw last year was uh, a reputation he's had is, is not being real good with with young players, with 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 the kids. And he did a good job with that. Right. I mean, he just really was able to to write the ship and go forward. Um, and when they decided to pick up 2021 for him, right, in his contract, and he decided to come back, it told you what the organization was going to do. They were going to try to win again. They're not going to sit here and try to try to step back and tear down. They're going to try to win. So um, they have to believe in the mix that they have, and Dusty is definitely the right guy for this club. Um, he's the right guy last year. He's the right guy this year. If they try to win again, he's the right guy next year. Far too early predictions, I know, but that's what we're in this business for, right? I mean, what's the outlook uh, for this Astros team? What's the X factor? What 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 has to go right 
for them to make another run through the playoffs like they did last year and years past? Well, I mean, early going, they are going to have to out-hit people. I mean, that's just, that's what it's going to be. You have to out-hit people. They need to execute defensively, pick the ball up, throw it across. They're going to have to find a way to fill in George Springer's run production, which I think is going to be a group effort. I don't think it's going to be any one particular guy that can rise to the table to do the occasion to do that. I think you got four or five guys who are going to have to step in. You know, Brantley's going to have to perform. He's going to have to do what he does. And, and um, the younger players in, that are there offensively, Correa's going to have to step forward and have a, you know, a more consistent contact year. And, and Bregman's going to have to, they're all going to have to really perform to fill in the gap because you don't have that extra guy to rely on, right? You don't have the extra force. Um, but if they out hit people and allow these guys to grow, these guys have another chance to win the division. Now, Oakland's going to be competitive, right? Um, Seattle is going to take a step forward. How big a step? I don't know. Step forward. Um, Texas is, I can't see a whole lot coming out of Texas as of right now, but that's why you play the games, you know, and, and, and uh, Anaheim, you know, has some work to do. The Los Angeles Angels have a lot of work to do, but um, it's going to be a good division. It's certainly not the National League East this time, you know, the National League East is loaded. I mean, it yeah. really is, but it, it is something where the Astros have yet again, chance to ride this core into the postseason and, and they've shown that they can catch fire and come together to play they're as dangerous as anybody so i expect it to be another fun year for astros fans i expect it to be another fun year for to cover and uh, cover baseball and for us to be doing what we do all year so um this has this is gonna be an interesting year man it's gonna be it's not that type of team we say yeah it's gonna be a world series club but it's certainly not the team that you say you know what we don't need to go to the ballpark these guys are starting over this is a gonna be good it's gonna be a good team well, when you're done traveling the world, uh, you can come back and, and hang out with us. Maybe one day we won't do this through Zoom anymore. Who knows? If we do another Zoom, once all this thing is cleared, I think I posted that on Twitter the other day. Like, I'm blocking, yeah. deleting, canceling. I'm, I'm out. I'm not doing this. Um, I'm, I'm ready to see you guys. I'm ready to get back home. Um, you know, I will be back in Texas very shortly, you know, full time again as we get rolling. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to get back. And not, not with the freeze. Not with the freeze. So no, you guys no, can. No, please. Yeah. Please bring some semblance of warm weather with you. I will do my best, but uh, no, I'm looking forward to getting back, man. It's going to be a good year. Awesome. Thanks, Jeremy. Appreciate it. All right, Dan. So there you have it. That was our Jeremy Booth, KHU baseball analyst, former Major League Scout. By the way, Jeremy does just some amazing things with his Future Star Series, New Balance Future Star Series. I mean, he does such great work for some young men that out there that are really not getting the exposure that they would have gotten if it wasn't for something like this. So, he knows the game. He knows how to do this. Um, he knows how to pick talent. He knows how to scout. I mean, he, he's just really good, loves the game of baseball. And um, if you haven't checked him out on Facebook or social media, go ahead and check him out because he posts a lot of cool videos of these young players that one day you may see in the big leagues that will get drafted that are playing in his uh, New Balance Future Stars series. So um, anyway, thanks to Jeremy as always. Hope to have him in several podcasts down the road as we talk about Astros baseball. But the Astros hit the field for the first time, taking on the Marlins in spring training action. Can't wait to see what they show us. And can't wait to have baseball back in our lives. That'll do it for now. Next week, we are back. Taking a break on Sunday. We are back to talk about more sports and more just crazy things that happen in the world as of right now i am signing off you guys have a good rest of your weekend we will talk soon see you later